a Shishkin Productions podcast. It's all right. I'm switching phones out. All right, cool. I've been, well, I've been bullied into the iPhone world. Is what's you happening. did. You did get bullied. All of my friends have the emotional intelligence of a 15-year-old. I was going to say, this is like an important lesson for people to learn. Don't have an Android. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's up, Sizzlers? Welcome to another episode of the Sizzle Real Podcast. What's poppin'? What's going on? Good morning. What up? Good afternoon. Whenever you're listening to this, Chris, what's up, man? Oh, you know, I'm just uh, you, you know, been, I've been thinking a lot about stock music. I don't You've know been why. A lot about yeah, stock music constantly. I can't help it. A solid tease. You just teasing the episode right up front. Yeah, We're more like. A th- like 25 seconds in. You know what else it, I'm going to tease? It all I'm going to tease our social media. Oh, please, smart. please tweet at us. Tweet at at us. Sizzle Re- Real Gang. At Sizzle Real Gang, yeah. D- us, uh, DM us on, on Instagram. Hit us on Instagram. Yeah, at, at Sizzle Real at Gang. Sizzle Real Gang. What, what else do we have? TikTok at Shishkin Productions. That one is in a state of not being updated recently because we have been so fucking busy. We've been very busy. Uh, and then there's other shit. There's an email. Gmail. Gmail. Yeah. Sizzlerealgang at gmail.com. We've never gotten an email from a listener. I don't think we have, actually. Yeah. We haven't gotten a single one. Please guys, email us. You guys are slacking. Um, Leave us a voicemail. That's, That's most important. important. Oh, yeah. And I remember I teased this last time. We we're going to uh, reveal our Sizzle Real voicemail phone number. Oh. Now you don't have to go to anchor.fm to leave us a voicemail. Now you can do it. Just through the magic of that old Thomas Edison invention, the phone. I didn't even know that that was or a possibility. Alexander Graham Bell? Uh, yeah. Thomas, I, Thomas Edison? You know. Paul Thomas Anderson? Uh, I think it might have been uh, Nikola Tesla, right? Oh, he invented the Tesla. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's, that's what the, the electronic car, my bad. Electronic. <laughs> electronic <laughs> car. Um, guys, we have a very special phone number that you can call and you can leave a voicemail. Um, about Sizzle Real Gang, and we will play it on the podcast. You don't even need to sign up for an account or anything. Just call 332-333-4361. Is that my phone number? That is your old work number. Oh, my God. It's now become the Sizzle Real Hotline. (laughs) It's not my old work number. It's my current work number. As of like 15 seconds ago, it is now the Sizzle Real Hotline. Okay. 332-333-4361. Call, leave a message. We'll play it. On the pod. You know, that goes right to, to my actual phone. It forwards to my actual phone. <laughs> that is true. It, okay. does, it does do that. Please leave me a voicemail, everyone. <laughs> you, you'll have to just get rid of the the app, the Google Voice app or whatever. It's all right. I'm switching phones out. All right. Cool. I've, been, well, I've been bullied into the iPhone world is what's you happening. You did. You did get bullied. You were the one green bubble and we were all... See, guys, this all is... All of a, my friends have the emotional intelligence of a 15-year-old. I was going to say, this is like an important lesson for people to learn. Don't have an Android... <laughs> That was an important lesson for everyone to learn. Like you can't, you if you just passively sit there and like bully people, it may not seem like a big deal. But then next thing you know, you don't know how they're taking it. Like we were all just making fun of Chris for having a green bubble, basically once or twice a day for like a year or more. 
And now finally he's switching. Good decision, but ultimately not one he wanted to make. Look, all I'm saying is bullying people in America especially is dangerous. Oh, yeah. You're lucky that I'm just buying another phone. Oh, am I? All <laughs> yeah. right. What were you going to do? Like uh, start a become a police officer? Or I was I was going to. Yeah, exactly. And then I was going to shove potatoes in your tailpipe. Damn. A-cab. And I'm not talking about your car. Whoa, hey. Hey, that's a classic police trope, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how that relates to a cab. But um, look. Uh, I don't know how we got off on that tangent, but call, leave Chris a voicemail. Chris, oh, yeah, don't do that. We have a pretty important episode today. It's dedicated They're to. They're all important. Well, there are. They're all important. That's true. It's dedicated to um, the, I would say, some of the most underappreciated people in the entire production process. The, oh. the people who kind of define the vibe of almost every single thing you see um made period on instagram on tiktok tiktok it's especially big on uh you know even in movies and, and all of that um before we get to that though what happened earlier today i remember we we set up the camera we were filming some stuff and uh there was a little little bag of your lights oh and i needed help with the with with the with the lights yeah i don't know it was really weird so you somehow you misplaced a a little, a little gadget that goes on top of the the light stand adapter an adapter yeah exactly and you couldn't find it so you handed me the bag and i was gonna find it for you yeah so i opened up the bag lo and behold there's a natty ice in there. A Smirnoff a ice. A Smirnoff ice. Whatever. I got him. I got him. Chris got iced. It I happened. I got iced. It happened. It's, uh, you said it was the first time you've been iced in a decade. Yeah. The last time I was iced was in Chapel Hill, North Carolina when I'm, I was 21 years I'm gonna, old. I'm going to start bringing it back. I think it's I think it's fun. I think it is fun. You know, especially you cool. put them in unexpected places. That's the fun thing. You know? um, like tailpipes? No, that would blow the car up. That's okay. like a, that's a. Oh my god, I'm not even gonna make the NRA joke. That's not not. Well, there it is. That you make it yourself, <laughs> listener. You you know where that was going. Um. All right. Well, look. Let's get back to it. The the underappreciated people. Who do you? Who would you say they are? You know. You know the concept. Um. The software engineers. It's not the software engineers. Oh, but um, they are underappreciated. Okay. Well, then maybe. You no, know who else is underappreciated? The roto artists. Oh, the ro- those poor roto artists. Yeah, it's not them either, though. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, then who is it? It is the composers, the people who make the music that goes into the sound music libraries, whatever. Composers. Um, they are so, you know, <laughs> instrumental. In, oh, yeah, I, I see what you did. I did it in the creation of, of all of this stuff. You know, one of the most annoying notes that you can get is to change the music. And... A lot of the times producers don't know how to describe it. Not even just producers, anyone. A lot of people don't know how to describe music or how to talk I mean, about music. Wasn't that like the number one seed in the March Madness tournament? It was, it was. And, and then, you know, it just goes to show how interesting of an art form music is. Because like, it's it's one of those things that plays such a giant role in the piece, uh, in the video piece. But so few people know how to actually describe what's going on there. Well, and I, th- I think it's extra interesting that these these artists, especially the ones on the stock music websites, like like we're talking about, they have kind of found a way to monetize their art, and oh, yeah. but still have it be like important to them. Like you can tell that they still take care of their music and they care about what they're putting out and they do it 
very regularly. Like they're pretty prolific, oh, yeah. especially on those websites. They're incredibly prolific. That's the hardest part. Being like being a working musician in terms of being like a composer for these libraries is such a fucking difficult job, dude. It's insane. And maybe, you know, I don't know, whatever. We'll see in the future what happens. But maybe one day we can get one of these composers on Sizzle Real Gang. That uh, would be amazing. The podcast now is called Sizzle Real Gang, apparently. I just keep adding it to everything. That's fine. But uh, one, we can get get them on the Sizzle Reel at some point. That would be cool. Because I'd love to hear their perspective on it. Because like, like you said, they do have to be incredibly prolific. They have to make like a, at least a song a week. Probably, like yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, we, we've seen it. We've been through. It's pretty easy if you're like, you know, we're, we're a small post house. If you're like a big publisher or like a big corporate post house and you have just tons of stuff that you're churning through, you kind of have to have memberships with a lot of different libraries because you, you're going to go through stuff pretty quicker than you think. Well, I mean, there's one project that we worked on a month or two ago now, and I think on a single episode of this project... I went through 150 different songs. No, no, no exaggeration. It's insane. Because I, you know, this was like a 20 minute show. So about 30 to 40 songs per, per episode. Right. But then it went through two or three rounds of revisions where no one could agree on the music and basically every single song got recycled at some yeah. point. And it was just like you, you reach a point on these websites where everything sounds the same. You don't know what you what you used and what you haven't. Yeah. And like it's really important to have some artists that you can lean on that mm -hmm. you know their stuff is good. And okay, they didn't. The producer didn't like this one song, but I know something else by this artist that maybe yeah. could fit better. And some of them, you know, like you said, some of them do have a certain vibe that they stick to, and some of them. Uh, can run the gamut and make a bunch of different like chameleons. You know, they can make a bunch of different sounding yeah. songs. I always find that personally, I prefer when an artist sticks to one type of sound specifically for like the t type of projects we do. Yeah. Because then I know for like, okay, if it's this song, I go to this or if it's this vibe of video, I go to this artist or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's, um, it's pretty nuts, man. I, um, so I make music on the side and I used to have my music in an independent, uh, library. Um, that okay. was based in Portland, Oregon called Marmoset. And um, I don't know if you remember, but like when we used to go to lunch over at the Rookery when we were at the yeah, old yeah, office, yeah. Um, I don't know if you were there, but there was one time I started talking to this one guy randomly. His name is Paul. And he uh, I got we just were randomly talking at the bar and uh, he's a musician. And I was like, oh, shit, like what kind of music? He's like working like musician. That's his his career. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that, that's always interesting to me. Cause it's like whenever someone's a musician or a writer or anything, that's like uh, not video. Yeah. To me, that's a, to do full time. That's an interesting creative career. Yeah. And uh, I asked him, you know what he did? And he was like, I write music for commercials and for films and stuff like that. And I was like, oh shit. Like, who are you with? Or do you have your stuff in a library or something? He was with Marmoset. And I was like, that's wild. What a small world. Like I used to fucking be with Marmoset. What a, what a crazy thing. But, um, he, he said, uh, I don't know. This was right before the pandemic. So, and he mm. was like, he was already thinking about, I think, uh, trying to, he was trying to figure out new ways to monetize and like new things to do. So mm -hmm. it, that just speaks to probably how hard it was. I'm sure it got even harder during the pandemic. A lot, lot more time to focus on your creativity, right? That's, that's it. Quarantine. That's it. I, um, you know, we also last year made a reel we for did. a composer for Chase. 
Oh, that's yeah. true. We did. Our friend Chase Hawley is a composer for commercials and for films. And, I didn't uh, realize that. Yeah, he makes he makes crazy stuff though. He makes like soundscapes. You know what I mean? He's that's really cool though. Yeah, that's he, uh, interesting. He does he does a lot of uh, he actually played he started playing live last year because the setup he has is is nuts. Like it's really hard to make it go like make it happen live because. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just it's it's big and it's not just like guitar music. You know, it's like there's a lot of like I said, soundscapes. I don't know how else to describe it, but uh, he finally had a setup last year. And then again, pandemic and everything grounds to a halt, grinds to a halt, whatever. But so so for soundscapes, like would he would someone send him a cut and he would make the soundscape based on that or reverse where he just makes a soundscape and people no, use it. He, he would compose stuff for, for directly for film. Yeah. So That's they would awesome. send him the cut with like the time code and everything. And he would bring it into, I guess you would have it like a OMF with a reference video layer, I'm assuming. Yeah. And from there he would compose like, you know, based around what was happening in the, in the, in the film or whatever. He did this one that was like this this Spanish movie. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but it's like a short film and it was all in Spanish. And he did the it was in his reel. He was doing the music for it. It's, I don't know. You maybe I don't know. Listeners, if you Google Chase Holly composer, maybe it'll come up. H-A-W-L-E-Y. Yeah. But um, Chase's stuff was was super bomb. You know what I mean? What's your experience with uh, with music? Um, I'm pretty stupid when it comes to music very okay. very ignorant i don't know how any of it works i just there's there's these sounds that they they come into my ear and then they resonate within my brain i'm like all right this one sounds good this one doesn't sound good is that how you pick music for for uh videos and stuff yeah yeah it's basically like throwing throwing darts at a wall and seeing what sticks i don't know i have no idea if you're throwing darts at a wall depending on what kind <laughs> of wall it is they're all gonna stick or they're, they're none of them stick. are gonna stick it's <laughs> Um, what, uh, do you have any certain, like, uh, I usually go with keywords. Like I'll I'll try to get an idea of what feel the producer wants. And then I just Mm kind of guess from there. Um, like I'll, depending on how long the piece is, maybe I'll give them a couple different options, ask them which one they like best and then build out the rest of the like catalog for that episode from that one suggestion. Do you have any, do you have any tricks like when you're either editing music or when you're trying to pick out just the perfect song? Like, do you have any tricks that you use to, that you lean on where you're like, Oh, I know. Like for me, one is I always look when I'm, when I double click on the song or whatever, when I'm looking for one, and I see the waveform. Yeah. The first thing I do is I go to all of these swells and drops and I, I, I listen to like every single quote unquote beginning and ending that exists in the song. So that way I know like, okay, at any point I can start this song either from like this or I can start it with a or something like I know all the different ways I can start the song and I know all the different ways I can end the song. That's I mean, that's really my only trick as well is is that I click through the waveform and I, you know, wherever it's biggest, there's probably something to look at there. Yeah. And then like I try to choose songs that are like that, that have that nice sting in or sting out. Yeah. The drops. Exactly. I always look for the drops because like that's how you can make it. You know, actually, this is kind of funny. The other day, Matt King sent me a track. He was editing this video. Matt's right. That's right. Matt King. Wow. Edited something. He knows how to edit? For once. 
for uh, once in his godforsaken life. Maybe we'll come around to the post-production way of thinking. <laughs> maybe we'll hire him for something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hire Matt King so we can get mad at him for not organizing shit properly. Um, he sent me uh, a cut. He had to do like a 15 second cut down or something. Yeah. And um, a last minute social cut, if you will. And he... Uh, <laughs> He uh he sent it over and he was like, hey, I can't get the beginning of this to sound right. Can you just edit it? And um, basically, that's what I did was I went in the song and I was like, OK, at the beginning, it starts like this. The first real drop or swell goes like this. And then there's one little point at the middle where it drops out and comes back in. So I took all three of those and used them as different beginnings. And I sent it back to him. I was like, hey, here's three options. He goes, uh where did you get all that sound? Did you get it from somewhere? I was like, no, nah, I just used other parts of the song. Yeah. yeah. You know, I just tacked them on the front because that's true. The hardest thing about this, about editing music is like okay. making it enter nicely and making it exit. Nicely. Exactly. You have to have a good start and stop for it, you know? And that that's also super frustrating where like when you build an edit around a, like a specific moment in the song and then, then it gets changed and like that moment doesn't work anymore and you have to find yep. a new way to make it work. Like yep. I'm almost at the point where now I don't even try to make those moments work. Same. If it just magically matches up, which it does. Yeah. It does more sometimes. Than, more often than you think. Yeah. Pretty, pretty fr frequently. Yeah. And uh, I just I let it happen that way now. But I, I just try to build out the songs so that they can exist on their own. Yeah. And if things get changed, they get changed. Yeah. For me, like the only time I'll really focus on I don't know I still build those moments out sort of like we just did a thing last week for Major League Soccer the first episode of this season's questionable Q&A where they ask the players fun questions yeah there was one point where a, a very prominent player in the league he plays for the Los Angeles Galaxy uh, his name is Jonathan Dos Santos they were asking about the predictions for this season like one bold prediction and he said that his team was going to be the champion and there happened to be a drop in the music and then there was like a quick drum thing that was like, doo -doo -doo, and it started again. Mm -hmm. And right on that, doo -doo -doo, I did like a crash zoom on his face while yep. he was staring the camera down after he said they're going to be champions. You know, that's like a it, moment, right? Very like, dramatic. Yeah. It's like, it's also kind of funny. It you know, is it's funny. like a funny, yeah. dramatic, weird moment. But I think those are a lot easier to build in when you have a shorter piece. Like that piece was three minutes. Exactly. Yeah. W what I find is like, I know the project you were describing earlier that went through all the songs. Mm -hmm. And like, if that... If in that project, it's a 20, it's a 19 minute piece. If at minute 13 and like 30 seconds, I made a moment. And then because of some random shifts along the way, that moment disappears. I'm going to be like, I'm going to really judge how worth it that moment is. It's like, do I need to really go back and fuck with this or can I just let it ride and no one's going to notice? Exactly. You know I mean? And then like, maybe it doesn't hit the same, but like. Sometimes you can't recreate that moment with the new music or with the shift in music. And if you try too hard, then you're going to be sacrificing on the other ends of that yep. little piece. Yeah, exactly. That's that's why editing is Zen as fuck is because it makes you be like you start. You just recognize value. You yeah, know what I mean, exactly. It like yeah. makes you a judge of a better judge of value. Yeah. You're like, is it really worth it? Is it really worth it? And the answer often, mostly, is no, it's not worth it. It's never worth it. <laughs> so whole uh, the whole career path. Yeah. Not worth it. Not worth it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, if you're thinking about being an editor, 
Don't worry about it. Don't do it. Don't even. Go, uh, just, just go be go, a producer. No, buy fake followers and just start influencing. Oh, that's actually a much better career path. 100%. If you're like a kid and you're listening, God damn it, I don't want to give this advice, but as a joke, if you're a kid and you're like 15 and you're listening to this, save up your allowance, buy followers, become an influencer. <laughs> that's it. Then buy Ethereum. Yeah. And then buy a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, uh, Let's take a quick break. We did a short little first segment because the second segment is going to be crazy. This is where we're really going to pay homage, 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 homage to all of those composers that we were talking about earlier. We each picked a few from our favorite uh, music libraries. Mm-hmm. We're going to play you some of their tunes and talk about why we like them. Hey, hey we'll be right back. Hey, Alexi, let me ask you. Mm. You make a mean cocktail or no? I'm pretty bad at making cocktails. One time I tried to have a Kahlua party and everyone brought over a bunch of Kahlua and it was way too sweet and we did not have a good time. Did you mix anything with it? I don't know what we were thinking, but you know what we should have done? We should have gotten some Wandering Barman. Oh, dude, you should have gotten the FOMO. The FOMO? Yeah, it's a vodka pineapple sling from Wandering Barman. Oh, so you can just like shake it up in the bottle, open it, and boom, you have a cocktail ready to go. Exactly, and it's so delicious. Where can I find it? Just go to wanderingbarman.com, click on locations, and it'll tell you bars, liquor stores, and anywhere else that you can find them. Oh, wow, Wandering Barman. Yeah, Wandering Barman. Sizzlers, we are back. I hope you enjoyed that ad break because we got a whole bunch of good content for you. Tons of content. Right up. Mad content. It's going to be very dynamic, the second half. Super dynamic. Because it's going to have us talking Mm -hmm. and then it's going to have musicians performing. Yeah, little music breaks. We're just going to play little snippets. But just snippets because, you know, we're we're not not licensing these. We're not licensed. Well, we've already licensed them for previous. That's, I guess that's true. Previous very like, true. projects. So we need to relicense them. Honestly, we could just relicense them and play the whole track. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that well that would go. We'll over. get these artists paid. With Why not? The Sizzlers. The Sizzlers wouldn't, wouldn't stand for it. They'd be at our door with pitchforks. <laughs> Joe Braxton at oh, our door God. with pitchforks. That's right. Maybe Ben. He'll probably show up late, though. Um, no, ben, ben will walk right by with his pitchfork and not say hi to <laughs> yeah, us. Ben would look in the window, make eye contact, and then keep walking with that pitchfork. <laughs> um, Chris, you want to explain the concept uh, re- real briefly one time, and then you can kick us off? Yeah, so basically, we each have uh, five artists who we picked from our favorite music libraries. We're just going to give a real quick synopsis of their, their kind of music and the kind of projects that we like to use their music yeah. in and then we'll, we'll play a little clip and we'll go back and forth and then yeah i think we'll each do five and then by that point we should have enough content here to uh kick this fucking pod right out the door and <laughs> get it into your ears <laughs> all right uh I'm, i'll i'll start this whole thing with one of the ogs that we use his name is cody martin i think oh, he, shout out to cody shout martin. out cody martin he also i think he also goes by ck martin professionally i think cody martin is his uh music library name yeah that's another thing i want these a lot of these artists maybe have diff, different names like maybe they actually put out their actual music under a different name and this yeah. is just their let's make money type name you know anyway cody martin he's cody uh he, his music is hopeful happy and inspiring we mostly use him for internal corporate videos stuff yeah. like that lots of intel stuff yep. like 
he is the soundtrack for Intel he really corporate is. videos. He's so good at doing that positive corporate thing. He really is. And, you know, yeah, the stuff is inspiring and some of it's suspenseful, too. So we've actually used it in a couple of soccer videos. And yeah. you actually you used him in a work from home vlog. I did. I used Cody Martin in a work from home vlog. Mm -hmm. Cody Martin is the man, though. We used him in a Red Cross, I think, as well. We did absolutely. I mean, we did. He he makes some really really great stuff. We actually you we keep this. We kind of stick to it, not really, but we keep this like sizzle reel pod guest list where we like just write who we want yeah, on the pod. Yeah. And Cody Martin's on there. He's on there. Another one uh, of uh, the names we'll be talking about later is on here too. But we'll yeah, get to yeah. The, I know the one you mean. Yeah, you know. Do you have any Cody Martin song that you want me to pull up here? Oh, no, I, I didn't. You don't have a specific one? No, I didn't, I didn't pull specific ones. I, there's only one specific one that I pulled for one artist, but... All right, well, let's... Uh, he, let's he's just so dynamic. There's so many options to choose from. I'm just going to go with the random one because, you know, he's he's a pretty, pretty good musician and he puts together some solid stuff and it's very consistent. So I'm just going to pick Euphoric Waltz. This is Cody Martin with Euphoric Waltz. Oh, this one's got clocks. Dude, I love it. That's pretty cool. The clocks, the clocks really make this one go. This one know? represents the high clock speeds of the processors that Intel is putting out yeah, these days. Yeah, that's right. These things are turbo clocked or whatever they call overclocked. <laughs> turbo boosted, overclocked. Tur turbo boosted, overclocked GPU processors or CPU, pro whatever they're called. I don't know much about it. But that's uh, I mean, that's Cody Martin for you. That's uh, that's a pretty that's a pretty great tune right there. I mean, the classic. Okay, let me get into mine. Mine, you know, you said Cody Martin, so I'm gonna go kind of hand in hand with Cody Martin. This this is another dude who we use a lot for corporate videos. Um, I would say his stuff is a little more like whereas Cody Martin can really, you know, like you just heard with that that uh euphoric waltz he can really crank <laughs> up the energy yeah everything that i tend to use from this guy coming up is more like heartstrings and emotional his name is caleb etheridge oh you, you use caleb etheridge songs yes ever? yes absolutely definitely some corporate stuff but also I, th I think he's another guy who you know he has some range he he can be used in a different a, a few different scenarios yeah it looks like we use him a lot uh for an, the same type of stuff for this intel stuff just looking at these subscription licenses i have pulled mm -hmm. up here um soundstripe that's where we get his stuff from um and uh here's one from caleb etheridge i'm gonna play um it's called luminous I feel like I'm in church. Yeah, I mean, this is like a, I mean, this is like an uplifting one. You know what I mean? It's this, inspiring. Yeah, this is like a big one. Oh, like, yeah. I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I have a drone's perspective going over the mountains. You know what's so funny? It's funny that you say that because we use this one in an early cut of a drone video. Yeah, I that makes a lot yeah. of sense. And it, it starts to like build and the drums come in. It's, I, it's luminous. Yeah. That's the name of the tune. That's what it is. But see, this is the kind of shit that Caleb Etheridge does. He does like this, like uplifting stuff. You know what I mean? Like a slow build with the strings. He and does, the, dude. Oh. He's a, he's a strings guy. He's a strings entrepreneur. There's nothing like when Caleb Etheridge gets around some strings, 
it's game over, baby. You know that that video is going to be a tearjerker. When I get around some strings, I make a little Jacob's Ladder, and then you put your hand in the middle. <laughs> a cat's cradle. Cat's cradle, is that what it's yeah. called? Uh, maybe, I have no idea. All right, well, why don't you give us your next pick? What do you got? All right, this artist comes from the Epidemic Music Library, which we use a lot. Uh, yeah. Their name is Ballpoint. Oh, Ballpoint. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to... I don't want to gender this person because I don't know. So I'm just going to say they're a they, but they're mostly a trap artist. They do this. Their songs are restless, but they're still happy. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're, they're really good for the work that we do for complex and similar lifestyle videos. Cause it's kind of like slightly mainstream trap kind of feel. Um, And he, we actually used one of their songs in an mls video the song was called na 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 do you want to play na 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 i think that's a good one that one for the sizzlers i think so sizzlers this is na 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 from ballpoint yeah this is the one as soon as it came on chris was like oh shit he like pointed to the sky crossed himself i was like damn yo chris when'd you become a christian what happened (laughs) Uh, the drop is yeah see that's it this is this is the kind of thing that would work perfectly for like a sports video. We use this in the MLS best of, like the end of the year. That makes sense. Yeah. Like you can just picture announcers calling highlights over this. You know 100%. What I mean? And it's also good for lifestyle stuff and fashion. And it, I mean, it's a. Uh, this would not. This could even work for like a corporate thing. Like if, if you're trying to frame it the yeah. right way. Like yeah. if it's not people in suits, but if it's products, it could work. But, uh, you know, generally, I think for corporate the stuff that we do is a little more internal and it's a little more buttoned up. I don't think yeah. people would, would really go for it. Look, and I just want to say real quick, this ballpoint often works with another artist named Cushy. Just a quick, quick Cushy. shout out. Yeah. Okay. C-U-S-H-Y. And they're a similar artist, but Cushy's a little bit darker and angrier, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. We should get Cushy on the pod. All right. Talk about what makes them so angry. Um, I'll stick with the Epidemic Music Library. Okay. Epidemic Sound, I guess it's called. Um, uh, this, I mean, we've talked about her before. Oh, she's, she's the goat. She is. She's the all time goat. Sarah, the instrumentalist. She's so dope. I fucking love Sarah, the instrumentalist. This is the, you know, I was talking earlier about our guest list that we have. Uh-huh. She's the first person on it. She's the one who started the idea of the guest list. Um, but yeah. she, she does like, she's very public with her. The, the fact that she's on music libraries, yeah. she's on Instagram as Sarah, the instrumentalist, yeah, like yeah. that's how she's branded. And she's like, yep. Got no shame about it. That's right. awesome. She's on TikTok too, and her TikToks are fire. And she, like, it's crazy because she actually makes a variety of music. Like, she used to make, like, you know, just your typical, like, I hate to put it, like, say typical or whatever, put in quotes, but beats, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, where it's like uh, some dreamy stuff, some dreamy, like, beats, like, almost like Jay Dilla type shit, but just lo fi hip hop exactly. beats to study to. It, you know what's funny? It's, I'm pretty sure her music is on some of those Spotify beats to study to ch- like type playlists. Well, I believe it. I mean, I used a bunch of her music on, on a complex project that we did. And one of the notes on the first version was this, the music bed on this across the board is just way too lo fi study beats. And I was like, oh, yeah. well, I guess that tracks. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Ba-dum. Like, she'll, oh, good one. She, her stuff will come up on my like discover. Discover Weekly that's on Spotify. That's so cool. Because actually, I'm really into this type of music. But here's the thing, Chris. Recently, she's been making like some house music. So like really? some soft house and stuff like that. So we'll play you two little Sarah the Instrumentalist snippets. Okay. We'll start with uh, a classic, like an old school sounding one. Um, and then I'll play you what her newer stuff is like. All right. This one is North Kakalaki. 
like a jack-in-the-box is about to jump out at me. I mean, you're about to get, yeah, it's like a little musical jack-in-the-box. Here oh. it comes. Man, I could focus for days. Right? This, this is like the type of shit that you want to just like write an essay to, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to like write an essay to this or make a video to it. More, that's yeah. more what I'm trying to do, you know? It's just a... It's just a beautiful track. It just it's like rainy day. It's like when it feels like you're sitting inside and there's just a rainy day outside and you're like in a zen ass mood. You're yeah, you're wearing a, a nice hoodie, hoodie, you're having a coffee. Having a coffee, yeah, yeah, dude. That's the kind of shit. Like, man, Sarah the Instrumentalist is just a fucking OG. This is the other shit that she's doing. This is the most recent one. Um, this is a song called uh Trance. This is very different from what her old school shit is like. You know, this one just, it's like, it's just more like heady, cerebral. You know what I mean? It's like floaty. Where it's like, uh, it's a little, it's a little bit more intense too. Like, I feel like it takes up a little bit more of my attention. Yeah. The drums hit harder. That's really yeah. what it comes down to. Yeah. The drums hit harder. And the other one, the drums are like slouchy and they chill. And this one, the drums like, they hit. You know what I mean? But. Um, I mean, that's Sarah the Instrumentalist. She is the GOAT. We've mentioned it before. Uh, Chris, what else you got? All right, we're going to bring it back to Soundstripe. And this person might be on more than Soundstripe. I don't know. They're Bryant Lowry. Bryant Lowry. Yeah. He's uh, he's pretty cool, though, because he... like It's kind of an electronic sound, but electronic meets ambient noise, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. So he... I don't know. He has a lot of good energy but because it's like electronic yet ambient it's not too generic so i don't know the energy is good for sizzles like i've used him in a couple sizzle reels he just i don't know he brings it yeah bryant lowry right yep you You know know. that's funny because the name sounds so familiar but i don't think i've ever used a single bryant lowry track Um, i've used a few you know here and there i think i used them on some drone videos do you know a specific name for a track of his or should I just go for it? I would just go for it. This one's called Gotta Have a Montage. Great name. Wow. Gotta Have a Montage. Perfect for sizzles. Oh, damn. Chris is really bopping to this one, dude. Chris is in the fucking you already club know it. right now. No, this one actually has bad memories for me because... The project that I used this on was just, we had a lot of back and forth and no one could agree on anything. Yeah, there's this this project took a while. It took, I think, like a few months. And Chris kept listening to this song all six weeks or eight weeks of the project. But I got to say, it's actually a pretty decent song. Bryant Lowry really has that whole danceable vibe going. Yeah, you know, it's it's happy, it's upbeat, makes you feel good, and you can cut to it because there's like very defined a lot of yeah, a lot a lot of staccato, a lot of beats going yeah. on, a lot of cut points, a lot of good cut points. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Bryant Lowry, shit. You know, it's funny. I've never used Bryant Lowry, so you've used him. That's that's your guy. I've I've never really used too much Bryant Lowry. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna follow you along the path of drums here, and I'm gonna bring up a man named Rhythm Scott. Ooh, Rhythm Scott, a great name. Uh, Rhythm Scott is, in my opinion, the king of drums. He's he like all of his songs just include giant drums like that's all, some of them are just straight up just percussion. And sometimes you need a song that's just percussion because like 
there's times when you don't, you're not looking for other instruments because when you have other instruments in there, that's what defines mood in a way. But when you take all of the instrumentation away, all of the melodic instrumentation away and just play drums, it just creates the energy. You don't, you know, the, the, okay. the pace, it creates the pace. You're right. not going to yeah, get, yeah. you don't have a mood. It's just the pace. So like, depending on how you want it to feel, you can change how it feels. Right. Um, but rhythm Scott, I use a lot of his stuff for, um, like sports, like when we're doing, if it's a sports thing and I want to include natural sound from the sports and there's, uh, you know, crunching tackles and like whistles and crowds, th- his stuff is always really good, uh, to go alongside that. So this is one from him. It's called bang it out. You see what I mean? Like yeah. right away, it's like, oh, this is like perfect for sports, aggressive things, yeah. or like you can you can do anything with this music, though. You know, it's good for sports, but you can really put it under anything that needs to be paced quickly. Yeah, because there's no instrument like melodic instrumentation to create a certain mood. Now, is that that his whole library? It's just drums. From, from what I've been able to tell, it is very drum-focused. There's okay. a lot of, like, drums. Like, that's the main thing that he focuses on. But I, I think that this kind of stuff is really useful, you know what I mean? A lot of the time, you just need, like, drums. Even sometimes you'll download stems of a song and yeah, yeah. turn everything off just because you need a little drum bed just to kind of keep the pace and keep things moving. That's how we did it in the flip. Exactly, exactly. The flip, you have just a drum beat kind of going for a lot of the time, right? Yeah, basically the entire middle section. Yeah. Um, what else you got? Oh, I got, nah, and I could have the pronunciation wrong here, but I, I believe it's Dama Beats or Dama Beats. Dama Beats, Dama Beats. Dama Beats, Dama Beats. How do you spell that? D-A-M-A? D-A-M? D-A-M-M-A. Dama Beats. And then Beats with a Z. What and, about, yeah, tell me about Dama Beats. Uh, they're another trap artist similar to Ballpoint and Cushy, uh, but... They're a little bit more mainstream with their style and a little more like happy and hopeful. Um, and even their their darker songs are they're not angry. They're more like dreamy and mysterious. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've used a lot of their music in once again, complex type videos, lifestyle videos, mm-hmm. anything where like, you know, hip hop is kind of the forefront. But uh, here it, it's great as like a music bed. All right. Well, let's hear this song is called Sonic. Okay, so this is that. Okay, I can see how this would fit because this I'm even waiting for that the the bass drum to come in, and I feel like it's gonna be dope. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like this is like a banger. This is like this is perfect for like a like walk and talk, like walk along, like field piece segment. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Like even to introduce something, it's a good little like intro montage music. I was about to say it's great for like a little bridge montage somewhere, like. to kind of join two segments exactly it's uh it's pretty sick i mean dama beats knows what they're doing you know dama beats is out here making really good beats you know i feel like those beats those are some legit beats those are some organic ass beats llama beats i feel like those beats could be you know maybe even used by like people on the radio who knows what is the radio Radio for all we know, this person is a producer who does actual, actual pop music work. That's actually that's true. That's actually true. Um, this next guy I have here is called Sam Barsh. 
I Ooh. use I use Sam. Is it Barsh or is it Marsh? And I accidentally typoed it. It's, I think it's Barsh. It is with Barsh, a B. Huh? Sam yeah. Sam Barsh. I um I use a lot of uh, Sam Barsh's stuff for TikTok, like for the Shishkin Productions TikToks, because again, it's that lo-fi study beats type stuff, and um, I mean I I love it. Like it's just it's just a very solid you know sound. It's it doesn't get on anyone's nerves it's like a perfect little background sound to let life happen to let things happen to you know what i mean this is called cherry picker i know this one that's yeah. a good one it's just like it screams like tiktok like it's like chill tiktok you know it's what I'm very saying? chill I feel like he has some happy stuff too. He might, he probably has some upbeat stuff as well, but this is the stuff that I really like to use him for. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's this just like, this just reminds me of like rain on a window or something. I don't know. Plus, those drums just fucking bang. Like those are like they're slow and they're like they just they're in the pocket. You know what I mean? They're fucking cool. It's a uh, it's just a great tune, man. Sam Barsh, he's a he's a great musician. Um, I think we're down to the last ones here. Yep, yep. What do you got? My final artist is Brasco. That's stylized in all caps. B-R-A-S-K-O. I I get him off of Soundstripe. And uh, my notes say, Pop Sensibilities with an Electronic Edge. Brasco. uh, What what have you used Brasco for? uh, I think for sports stuff. Mostly for uh, like soccer videos. maybe, Maybe even some hockey stuff. Oh yeah. Um, one, yeah, I'm gonna play one called Pink Panther. That's a good one. That's a good one. Maybe I'll do. Let's see. Oh yeah, this is some this shock is, rock with some is. like. I think it gets a little electronic though. Oh yeah, I'm sure it does. It wouldn't be Brasco if it didn't. I mean, this shit's dope for sports. Yeah, this is perfect for sports. This is also good for like any commercial stuff. Like I could picture like a, a car commercial to this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's good for anything that needs to showcase that it's like got an edge to it. You know what I mean? And then this this would also be great for like a 10 or 15 second thing because you can you can take this little front half, chop it somewhere and then just sting out at some point. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does get electronic, though, so maybe it gets Oh, see, see this now, shit's great. Now yeah, it's happy. And now like, it's like a little indie rock tune. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, good old Brasco. I wonder where Brasco's from. You know anything about Brasco? Uh, I, I could be wrong. I think Brasco might be from the Chicago area. Dang, that's crazy. D- you, double check that, though. You want me to have a look? I'll it could, check it Because it could have been Bryant Laurie that's from... Um, oh, yeah, there's a bio on Soundstripe. Wow, yeah, Chicago-based. Yep. Wow. Lake Michigan, baby. That is super cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to tag all these people on Twitter or Do whatever it. and see if they uh, are into this. Um, all right, cool. Uh, last one. We're going to close it out on a very lighthearted note. This is a dude off Soundstripe. I say dude. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's... I mean, we're all dudes. It's a... Uh, it's, 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 <laughs> As Kel Mitchell once said. Yeah, man. It's a chill-ass uh, little artist named Dresden the Flamingo. Ooh. Yeah, Dresden. So Dresden. I got Sarah, the instrumentalist, and I got Dresden the Flamingo. L- last year when we did QQA, questionable Q&A, the first season, mm-hmm. whenever the questions were like really silly, like I would, you know, we'd use like the little funny like pizzicato strings type um stuff like that i i've used it in like little vlogs it's just he does like some silly stuff um and i think that silly campy shit can really elevate a moment if you use it right you know 
This one is uh, Walking the Dog. Yeah. Yeah, right? Right away. It's like, oh, the little brushes on the snare. Oh, the, the, shit. This actually starts out just like uh, Banana Phone starts out. Gotta love Walking the Fucking Dog. This is it, man. This is that type that of shit. You're like, what's happening here? This is some wild bass. Oh, yeah, man. Bass is walking around. He's walking the dog. Can you imagine trying to walk your dog with a guitar string? Can you, That dog would... That would be brutal. That dog would have... Your hand would have a bad time. The dog would have a bad time. <laughs> this is just like, you know, just like you could picture a mystery happening to this or something. Yeah, I want to go to like a, like a jazz club or something. You know, I like Dress in the Flamingo so much that I'm going to play another Dress in the Flamingo song. Do just it. because like that's a, that's a type of music that's very pointed. Like when you make it, you're like, all right. This is going to be in certain stuff. Yeah, you know it's I a mean? very specific vibe. Yeah. This one's called Wise Guys. It's fun. I feel like I'm watching a buddy cop movie. Oh, yeah, I can see that. It's probably why it's called Wise Guys, right? Yeah. Dresden Flamingo. You know what I mean? This is... This isn't very corporate. At all. You know, this I, is like it, kind of funky. Yeah. It's like the type of stuff that's... It's it's got a reason to exist. It's you're not gonna put this in like a corporate video. Does all his stuff have this this like this bass? strong bass? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dressing the flamingo. Some of it's got that strong bass. Some of it's just like fun. I recommend checking dressing some flamingo horns. Out. Yeah, I don't even know. Oh, it says uh, inspired by filmmakers like uh, Wes Anderson, John Carpenter. Uh, Dresden the Flamingo It's a one stop shop when you want to go to the movies So he makes stuff that's inspired by Movies That makes a um, whole lot of sense It does, it does I mean, you gotta love Dresden the Flamingo What an artist to go out on, you know what I mean Hopefully hopefully, you Sizzlers learned a little bit about uh, The life of composers and stuff Yeah And how different they can be And how weird of a world it is If you're composing for these libraries Look, and, and you composers, if you're listening Just know that that the editors really respect you and we really thank you for your for your art. Yeah, we appreciate the shit out of you. Like you guys are the reason that our videos even go. Hundred percent, absolutely. Like if it wasn't like so many of these videos, if you took the sound out from underneath them, become like it, it becomes very apparent what piles of garbage they really yeah, are. Yeah, they're they're basically just nonsense. Yeah, and then like if you play the music, it just calms out the the viewer down, and they like okay, I can watch. A minute and a half of this when in reality if you took the music away they could maybe watch 20 seconds of it exactly it's it, i mean there's, there's really no way to put it into words well and that's and why all music <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's the thing about video editing in general and like videos is i've always said i, I love video because it's all of the arts coming together you know it's photography it's acting it's mm -hmm. it's choreography it, it's it's most importantly, it's music. Like you can't yeah. have good video without music. It's a good point, man. Um, I'm, I, you know, this was uh, that was a pretty pretty lit little pod. The way that we themed it, I don't think we've ever really done one like this before. Yeah, we've never had a themed podcast. We weren't. We didn't really have a plan going into today. And then, like right before we started, I was like, "Hey, why don't you take ten minutes to pull some artists you like?" Because I think this could be a cool. cool I don't concept. think we've had a plan out of like 20, 20 of our twenty seven episodes. I th first of all. Was it 28? 29, no disrespect. Um, really? Yeah, but I think that... Uh, Damn. I think that like it's it's kind of nice to have a plan sometimes, but it's good to not have a plan as well. 
because when you don't have a plan, it it, it just shows like how resilient you can be. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is how we perform with no instruction. Yeah. With imagine, no direction. Imagine if we tried. Exactly. It might get worse, actually. You know what I mean? That's, I think it'd get better. Uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll try next time. No. Um, Chris, what's up with the socials? Just one more time. So one more time. Know. At Sizzle Real Gang on Instagram, on Twitter, on Gmail, and you can leave me a voice message, apparently. Yes. I'm not sure what my phone number is. I believe it's 332-333-4361. Correct. Um, most importantly, TikTok, uh, Shishkin Productions. Yeah, that's, yeah. I don't think that's the most important anymore. I think the most important one is the phone number. <laughs> no. I really want to see people calling this number, leaving some voicemails for That'd the Sizzle Real I'd be so annoyed if no one ever tweets at us, <laughs> no one ever DMs us, and all of a sudden I'm getting all all these calls from all our sizzlers guys look um you gotta identify yourself as a sizzler you please. know one time like a few episodes ago i don't know if, if any like uh you know what are they called ardent listeners or whatever remember when we went out on sting but uh today let's let's play uh, let's play us out on some sarah the instrumentalist all right sarah the instrumentalist is going to take us out and we'll catch you guys next time Chris, you ever heard of Smells Like? Smells Like? Yeah, Smells Like. They're a Brooklyn-based candle company, and they're taking the world by storm. Are they storming the Capitol? They're not storming the Capitol, but they may be storming your living room with their candles. All you got to do is go to SmellsLikeBK.com, type in the code SIZZLE, and you're going to get 20% off. Damn, 20%? 20% off. That's a deal. These are some fucking sick candles, too. I would even go as far as saying they're fucking lit. Fucking lit? Yeah, and that's because that was their flagship scent that they developed last year. Fucking Lit is probably my favorite scent from them, and it contains tobacco, whiskey, sandalwood, white cedar. You're going to get all of that just from Fucking Lit. That is Fucking Lit. Go get it at SmellsLikeBK.com. Use the code SIZZLE. A Shishkin Productions podcast.